Welcome to Point with Daryl Jones, speaker, author, and lead pastor of the Rock Fellowship Church in Miami, Florida, and president of Point Ministries. Our goal at Point Ministries is to point you to the Word of God, where Jesus is the point. Today's message is from the Chasing After the Wind series, where Dr. Jones teaches through the entire book of Ecclesiastes, and we learn that true satisfaction is found only in knowing the Lord and enjoying the life he provides. Now let's join him for today's message. I heard a joke recently that uh, really kind of made me giggle from a famous comedian, and he made this joke, and he says, you ever notice how wherever you, gar- wherever you go, it's time to go somewhere else? It's like, hey, we, you get ready, you, you have all this anticipation, you get dressed, and it's like, we going out. And then you go out. But then there's a time that reaches while you're out, it's like, all right, man, it's time to go back in. Then you go back in. Then you're at home, and you're chilling, you're relaxing, and you're like, okay, I, I need to, I, I got to go somewhere else. And it's always, you got to get to somewhere else to get back. Get somewhere, go somewhere, go here, go there, but then it's time to leave. It cues us, if we really think about it, that... Even when we're looking for or having a good time, it doesn't last. You know, as I was thinking about this, before we dive into the scripture, I remember I was trying to think, what was one of the most fun times of my life? Like, what was a time of my life where I was having so much fun, I never wanted it to end, and it inevitably did end, but I wanted it to continue on, and I thought about, I was about... 11 years old. Now, this can sound sad. You're like, that's the most fun you had? No, I had some fun. I had some fun in my life. My life has continued fun, but I thought about this moment. I was about 11, maybe, maybe, maybe not quite 12. And uh, I was on a, this, this uh, my mom went to a conference out of town, and all the kids our age, they took us to a lock-in at the skating rink. And man, you know, back then I thought everything was free. Now I'm a parent. I'm like, dang, my mama paid for all that? Because the food just kept coming, the candy, the, 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 the snow cones, the cotton candy. I mean, it was just glorious. It was a little kid dream, right? And then we, we went from skating to where we played a football game. And y'all, your boy, I caught the winning touchdown at the back, and I flipped over the wall, uh, the back, and we were playing with a roll of toilet paper. And it was like the greatest fun. And I was like, and when it came time to pick us up, we was all like, no, we got to stay. And there was a lesson. Like, just, you know, you have fun, but it it, it come to an end. I say that because we've all had instances in our life where we're enjoying things and then they come to an end. And then we go through bad times. Then those bad times come to an end. And we realize that in this life that we live in Every human endeavor, every circumstance that we go through as mankind, the ups, down, highs, lows, good, bad, and not quite this cyclical type of situation, but we find that the good times don't last and bad times come and go. Today, as we understand that experience, I want us to have a better perspective on what God is teaching us through this process of life and how he wants to use those times and those changes to get our attention towards him. And we're going to look in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, the first 15 verses. 
in Ecclesiastes chapter 3. And I'm reading from the CSB. Verse 1 says, There is an occasion for everything and a time for every activity under heaven. A time to give birth and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to throw stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to avoid embracing. A time to search and a time to count as lost. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to sow. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. Verse 9. What does the worker gain from his struggles? I have seen the task that God has given the children of Adam to keep them occupied. He has made everything appropriate in its time. He has also put eternity in their hearts. But no one can discover the work God has done from beginning to end. I know that there is nothing better for them than to rejoice and enjoy the good life. It is also the gift of God whenever anyone eats, drinks, and enjoys all his efforts. I know that everything God does will last forever. There is no adding to it or taking away from it. God works so that people will be in awe of him. Whatever it is, has already been, and whatever will be, already is. However, God seeks justice for the persecuted. Today's title is, What Time Is It? Say, what time is it? Time? Some of y'all, you at a certain age, you thought I was going to start doing the Mars Day, start dancing, you know, it begins a song. Some of y'all not old enough for that, but that's okay, the time. Uh, is it what time is it? We see in this passage that the, the writer, the, the teacher, King Solomon, he's been giving us all this wisdom of how life and the things of life when it comes to human endeavors is like a vapor. It's like a pursuit of the wind. It is insubstantial. It's here today, gone tomorrow. It has no eternal value. And therefore, he's telling us not to place our hopes in what the world has to offer. Now, he does tell us, as we've seen through these first couple of chapters, that if we're going to enjoy anything, we enjoy what God gives us, which helps us gain a little more perspective on life, that the things we get in life, we don't place our hope in. It's the giver in which we place our hope in. And he's going through these different circumstances when it comes to, to wisdom, when it comes to achievements, when it comes to possessions. They really mean nothing at the end of the day. When it comes to pleasure... Doesn't mean anything. And then he gets to this part where he starts to deal with time. When we think about time, we are, as humans, conditioned and oriented to understand time in a, a linear pattern. We, we see things as, a, as past, present, and future. That's why some of these movies get so confusing when they start changing timelines and all that. Because you're like, hold on, I'm losing all this. You know, because we're used to, to things going in order and we're used to seeing time as it unfolds. And that's how God has designed creation. But what's interesting in this passage is that as he deals with time, he talks about the transitions in time and how things come and go. How things go one way and then the opposite way. And what he lays out is that when we approach life, 
We ought to understand life as a series of events in which God has allowed or God purposed, and we ought not to get too high, too low, think too importantly about certain things in our life because they in themselves are not an end to themselves. Example, I talked about good times. Sometimes we can think about these good times and think about this is what life is all about, and yet those times don't last. He, even in this list, he goes through different things that happen, some desirable, some undesirable. You think about life, you know, if you ever yourself were a child and you had a pet and that pet died, you learned something about life. Or if you were a parent and that pet died, you, you got some splaining to do for that baby. You sitting there like that goldfish died and you're like, what happened? He not swimming. Mama, why not swimming? It's like, baby, he gone. What you mean he gone? He right there. He like, how do I explain that that, that thing is dead? That fish is dead. You know, but, but we see life and death. You know, we, we have in, in one day, you can be at the top of the mountain and, and later on that day be at the bottom. You can get a call. The call be like, hey, so-and-so getting married. Yes. A couple hours later, hey, so-and-so died. Oh. The ups and downs of life. And he says, in this fallen world, we have to keep things in perspective. In this fallen world, there is a time for everything. You go through here, it can seem like, man, there's a whole lot of contradictions in here. But what he's laying out is not so much um, a moral treatise as much as it is a principle for life of how things go. He says, it's, it's a time for everything under the sun. It's a time to give birth and a, and a time to die. Time to plant, time to uproot. And he goes on and on. And he can seem like these are contradictions. How are we supposed to anticipate? He says, no, this is a life of all these things happen. So for us who are believers, you place faith in Jesus Christ. Sometimes we bought into the false understanding that I gave my life to Christ. It's going to be all good. Nothing bad going to happen. All my troubles have gone away. And then you get bad news, and now you're questioning God. Well, God don't love me, or is God a liar? You know, have, have I believed the wrong thing? You might have. You might have believed the wrong thing if you think that now because you've placed faith in Christ that you're going to escape all of the troubles and trials that the world has to throw at you. Well, here's good news with that. Yes. We may experience those situations and circumstances that are on that undesirable side. And yet, by faith in Christ, our experience in those storms is very different. It's very different. With the one who does not know the Lord walks in confusion, we can walk in confidence. The one that does not know the Lord walks in despair, we walk in victory. Even when it looks like the whole world is crashing down around us. More from Dr. Jones in a moment. But first, during this month, you can request your MP3 download of the sermon series, Time for Your Checkup, with your donation to the ministry. 
This is a great resource where Dr. Jones teaches us to examine and engage the fruit of the Holy Spirit in our lives. To give, go to daryljones.org. That's D-A-R-Y-L Jones dot O-R-G and request your copy today. Now let's rejoin Dr. Jones for the rest of today's message. He says, it's a, it's a time for everything. So I want you to take comfort today as you're sitting here, as we are looking at this scripture that no matter what side that you're on in this poetic expression in these first eight verses is I don't want you to lose hope and I don't want you to have a false confidence I want you to understand God is in control I want you to understand the nature of where we are when it comes to the experience in this sinful fallen world and I'm using that language because when you look in the book of beginnings Genesis God is creator the heavens and the earth He creates all within creation. He creates mankind in his image and likeness, male and female, as the crown of creation. You get to chapter 3, Adam and Eve sin against the Lord. Sin enters into the world. We have the Garden of Eden. (laughs) You don't even have to to do nothing. You just have to gather. The, the, The earth just producing vegetation. Now, because of sin... The earth produces thorns and thistles. You got to work the land by the sweat of our brow. Things change. Death entered into creation. Instead of walking forever with the Lord in this physical creation, now we die. But not just even physically, there was a spiritual separation where we become spiritually dead. We're separated from God. All of this connectedness that we're supposed to have between male, female, husband, wife, human to human, all of it shattered. And we exist in that situation with the good news and the hope of the gospel. Now, I'm going to get there. You just put that in your back pocket. But that's the situation. That's the reality in which we live in. So we need to understand that There will be good times, there will be bad times. There's a time to do certain things, there's a time to not do certain things. And some of these can seem a little confusing. I'm going to touch on a few of them, and I encourage you, go, go, you can do some study. I may send something out to you on some, some more study material on walking through these different things. One of the things that these first eight verses in chapter three is doing is that it's not so much... Um, giving you specifics in each situation as much as it's painting this picture of things happen and things get undone. You know, there's a time to do certain things and there's a time to not do certain things. Case in point, one of them is in verse five, there's a time to throw stones and a time to gather stones. There, there, there are different interpretations of that. And some people are like, okay, how, what's going on? Are we talking about stoning people? You know, they, the nation of Israel used to stone, stone lawbreakers. You know, you did certain sins, the whole community come out and stone you. That's brutal. I ain't going to lie. That's, if you really like think of that, like, you just stand there because everybody ain't got the same arm strength. Some people, you sitting there like, oh, 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 oh you know. But, you know, it's, 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 that's, that's, a, that's a torturous death, right? But it was to be an example. 
It was to be an example. It says, you know, you got you to gotta remove the sin from among you. But if you look, it's like gathering stones, what you're talking about, where you're looking up that idiom used without in the Old Testament. There are times where, see, like to, when you would, when you would um, make a field, uh, if you would render it uh, where it can't be harvested, you, you can't grow anything, you would cover it with stones. But then when you wanted to clear a field so that you could grow things, you would, you would gather the stones. A lot of scholars figure, like, okay, that's, that's what it's speaking about there. So it's talking about there's a time to, you know, undo and there's a time to prepare. But it's, you know, you go, it's, it's a time to tear and it's a time to sow. What's, what's it talking about there? Well, you know, time to tear some stuff up and a time to sow. You know, my, my wife, my wife would tell you that real quick. You know, my wife don't always like me talking about it in my sermons, but this is a good one. My wife is a my wife is a true blessing to me because I'm I'm like a lot of men to where uh, one of the things I don't like to invest in is undergarments. So I will wear stuff for a long time. Socks, it don't matter. Socks, t-shirts, and my wife will see a sock with a hole in it. If it's a little hole or a t-shirt with a little hole, she'll look at me and she'll go, and then throw it back in the laundry. I'm like, well, I can't wear that now. She's like, it's a time to tear. It's time to get rid of that. But then there are other times where I got a nice shirt and I done messed up and one of the kids may have pulled me. I got like a little hole in it and she get a little kneeling thread and she sew it. It's a time to sew. You know, that's real practical, ain't it? But it's real. Like, it's, it's a time to, it's just, you know, it's a, it's a time to search and a time to count as lost. Sometimes, I know, I know we had this understanding, like, you know, you keep on, you keep striving. Sometimes God be like, God tell you, like, I closed that door, let it go. Let it go. You know, sometimes we're relationships, hey, get, let it go. Move on. You know, whatever it is, you could, you could be chasing anything. But we see there are times, and this is important because we have to understand that sometimes we want to hold on to something. And that may not necessarily be God's intention. See, there are times and seasons for everything. The seasons we go through. I wish, I ain't gonna lie, I, I love, like, like I, I joke, and I, I joke about this, but this has like become so real. It's become so real. Uh, I'm a Texan through and through, except for weather. When it comes to the weather, I'm a South Floridian now. My blood has changed, it got thin. If that temperature dropped under 70 degrees, it's cold. I don't care what y'all say. I'll be places. I'll be up in Texas. I'll be in Georgia. I done travel somewhere. And it'd be like 68 degrees. And we outside. I'm like, hey, we going to go in because it's cold out here. He's like, it ain't cold. And I'm like, look, I know it's 68. I know that. But let me tell you something. It's cold. Uh, and it, it, it's, it's not nice out here, okay? It's, it's weird. So we, when you think about that, we have seasons. It's time living in South Florida. Sometimes I, I can lose that. I can forget that. You know, I remember when we first moved back down as adults, you know, we married. We got kids. And it's Christmas time. And we putting lights on palm trees, and it's 80 degrees, and I got flip-flops on. I'm like, something ain't right. I need some seasons, man. I need, I need to see some leaves falling off trees. I need to see some change, you know. And then you get used to it, so now I'm used to it. So I go somewhere else, I'm like, well, why them trees so ugly, man? Them trees need to get something on them. I need some greenery around here. And they like, it's, they're like, dude, it's November. But yeah, it's November, but it's supposed to be pretty. You know, but we, we got, we, things change. Things change, and I, I say it in a joking way, but, but things change, and one of the things that we see, even in the seasons, all these things are even reminders that God is creator, and it's telling these things don't last. At the time you celebrate, I remember we, we had a friend of ours, 
She had graduated college and she got hired as a teacher. Now, teachers don't get paid a lot and don't get paid near to what they really need to get paid. I, I'm, I'm with that, especially in certain states. In this state, in Florida, teachers, when y'all ready to march in Tallahassee, I'm going to march with you because they, they got to pay these teachers. They're not getting paid. But it, there, there are some places in Texas where teachers get paid pretty well. And I remember one of our friends, she was her first job. She graduated college, single. No kids. She stepped into a teaching job. I think the starting salary is like 56000 She was like, I'm balling. I get my own place. I was like, you balling, girl. You balling. You balling. I'm talking about. Yeah. About two years later, she was like, I need another job. I like, what you mean you need another job? You making? She's like, this ain't, this ain't making. And I was like, and I thought about when she got hired, the celebration. All it took was two years. Check's still coming, but all of a sudden they're like, I ain't excited no more. I need, I got to do something on the side. And, and life is like that. It's a time for everything. You got something, don't put your hope in it. When you lose it, don't get too down. It's a time for everything. And this is where this is important. This is something I want you to get. See, we navigate this life in a mature fashion, in a spiritually mature fashion, because Maturity comes with knowing what time it is. Maturity is to know what time it is. You know, but, but, but when I say maturity and knowing the time is that our spiritual maturity is put on display when we navigate this life and we're ready and able to recognize what time we're in and not throw a fit. Not throw in the towel. Not quit on God and go start sinning against the Lord because things didn't go our way. It's to recognize what, what time we're in and what God wants to do with us while we're in that season. I find myself talking about this a lot with people when I talk about seasons of life. How we go through, through times that may not necessarily be because of our own doing. Sometimes it's because of certain decisions we made. Sometimes it's not about what decisions we made, but we just find ourselves in this particular season that may be undesirable at that time for us in our life. But it's God's timing. And our maturity is put on display when we're able to rest in the Lord even in the midst of that time, even in the midst of that season, and remain faithful to the Lord. You can look at several biblical examples but the one that comes to mind is that Joseph was given a dream about a great future of him leading his family and many and yet the seasons and times he went through none of us want them none of us want our siblings to lie on us and hate on us. None of us want our siblings to sell us into slavery. None of us want our masters' wives lying on us saying we trying to rape them and we thrown in jail. None of us want that. None of us want to be in jail and get forgotten about in jail. But you know, we all would like to be in charge though. He went from 17 years old to 30 years old. That's a long time. That's a long season. He says, God has set all these things in motion. He's allowed all these things to occur in his creation so that he may get our attention, so that we may be in awe of him. And it takes me a little further. I actually, I need a savior. I, I actually need somebody to, to, to look out for me because it, I, 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 he, he, 
He allows us to go through all these things and see all these things to get our attention so that our hearts may be drawn to him. So when I say, what time is it? It's for us to recognize what time it is and at the same time stand there all and our need for him because of our best and what the world has to offer doesn't last. The hope of the gospel is the resurrection of the dead unto eternal life and the new heaven, new earth. No more sickness, no more pain, no more death. That's the hope of the gospel. So all these things around us are to trigger us that we are in need of a savior because no matter how good looking you are today, give it a few more years. Give it a few more years, you look back at them pictures like, man, I was cute. What happened? My hair was so luscious and flowing. Now I got dead hair follicles and I'm trying to cover up different colors and I got more hair coming out my ears and on my head and what happened? I used to, I just changed and start eating right and I look fine. Now I got this fat on me, I can't get rid of it. Yes, we all are in need of a savior. And the good news of the gospel is by faith in Jesus Christ. Our sins are forgiven past, present, and future. And just as Jesus rose for all of eternity, you by faith in Christ will be raised unto eternal life, new heaven, new earth. No more sin, no more death, no more pain, no more grief. That's the good news of the gospel. Thank you for listening to Point with Daryl Jones. This was just the first half of today's message in the current series, Chasing After the Wind, 14 messages that walk you through the entire book of Ecclesiastes, where we learn that true satisfaction is found only in knowing the Lord and enjoying the life He provides. If this ministry has blessed you, we invite you to partner with us today. Please visit daryljones.org. That's D-A-R-Y-L jones.org. Your financial generosity keeps us on the air, and we are grateful for your faithfulness. Also, if you would like to hear the second half of today's message, tune in tomorrow, same place, same time. And remember, keep making Jesus the point.